Hello from Comfy Couch Series Part 2. Hello. I feel like I match your um, couch. If I was sitting on your couch, I would blend in. Oh, yeah. I'd be a little chameleon. I'm wearing your favorite sweatshirt that you lost. Uh, (laughs) Don't remind me. (laughs) Every time you wear it, I I have like this deep sigh. I think you've probably... I know. I go... Oh, that sweatshirt. Well, I saw you do it when we started the video. Yeah. I saw you go, oh, the sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I I'm forget sorry. about it until uh, – not that I forget about it. It's always kind of in the back of my mind. That's one of those things that I wake up in the middle of the night, <gasps> that sweatshirt. But um, every time. Where the heck did it go? I have no idea. Some ghost came into my life and just ripped it out of my life and it is – I have yeah. a bone to pick with them. Maybe it will come back in after your Saturn return. What if this is like another thing to test you? And uh, then as soon as you've concluded, they're like, here you go. Here's your favorite They've sweatshirt just been holding on to it for like three years. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. Um, I have to say, I really like recording from the couch. It's very comfortable. So much more comfortable. It might be our new thing. And also, it, it might be. After we spent all that time trying to figure <laughs> out where we would record previously. Our couches I do kind of look connected. Oh, my gosh. A ghost blanket, <gasps> if anyone's watching on TikTok. On and, you mean um, YouTube or TikTok? I, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's also reversible. TJ Maxx? So, no, our dear friend Nikita sent it to me. She bought it off of BoxFox, oh. that gifting delivery oh. site. And I'm obsessed with it. It's so funny. I was at my friend Allie's the other day. Not the Allie, not our Allie, different Allie. And I was like, my friend Allie too. <laughs> that's why I clarified. And she had a blanket like that. And I was like, oh, where's that from? And hers was from TJ Maxx. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to buy it for Corinne. And then I realized you definitely had one because I was like, I think I com- commented on it and yes. remembered it. So. I need to it's get a, myself one. I mean, I've had she sent it to me in October, so I've had it for many months now. They're all, all upside down right now, but I did Google it and I right believe I can find it on like re, like people are reselling them, you know. Oh, I remember when this was a big thing and everyone was yeah, rushing to TJ Maxx to get them. They're selling out, which we yeah, will never do. Stuff. We will never sell out. <laughs> Maybe no, we never know. will. Hope not. Wait, Sabrina, have you read the book? I have you read Many Lives, Many Masters yet? I have not yet, but I have I, okay. I read like a couple books in the last three weeks, but it's such a short read. I wasn't sure if you took it with you on the flight. No, I didn't bring any physical books. I just actually brought my iPad and was reading on my Kindle. But now that I'm back, back baby, I will read it. Cause we do need to Okay, discuss. let me know when you're gonna read it, because I'll reread mine and then we can discuss together. Book club. Book club. I love it. Okay. This is Two Girls One Ghost. Two girls, one ghost. And this episode of Two Girls, One Ghost is sponsored by BetterHelp and Smalls. And we are your ghostesses. That is Corinne and I am Sabrina. Hi. And this is an encounters episode where we read your encounters with the paranormal and the other supernatural realm beings back to you. And mm-hmm. it's a delightfully spine chilling good time. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I want to start with not a ghost story, but just a message for you, Sabrina, because I feel like we've been getting so many of these and they're just so kind. Oh, I just love everybody. Okay. And so I thought this was nice, not only for you to hear, but for a lot of other people to hear. Okay. It's titled, You've Got This, Sabrina. 2023 is your year. 
Hi, ladies. I've been listening to you since I moved to New Orleans on January 2nd, 2019, literally while driving from Virginia. Wow. The podcast has gotten me through that move, a big breakup shortly after moving, grad school, multiple jobs, and basically completely transforming my life for the better since then. Oh, good. I wanted to reach out because I've heard Sabrina talking about how you, Sabrina, have had such a difficult year and have been struggling with mental health concerns. You also said that you've been doing a lot of trauma therapy lately. Every time you've talked about this recently, I've wanted to reach out and say that I can 100% relate to what you're going through, as I've gone through a similar type of transformation period in the last few years. And I want to let you know that you are doing all of the right things and it will get better. I started therapy in 2011 when I was 18 and didn't start trauma therapy, DBT group plus trauma therapy plus EMDR until like 2016. And while 2011 through 2018 were probably the most painful, awful years of my life, I've come out on the other side now, and my life and my mental health is beyond anything that I could have dreamed of back Mm. then. It's so painful and difficult when you're going through it, but you're doing the work and it will be worth it in the end. I also just wanted to say that you are loved and supported by the people around you and even people who only know you through the podcast like me. You will move and grow through this period and things will get better. I encourage you to try to have the compassion for yourself while you're doing this difficult work because it is work. I hope you guys start touring again. I hope you come to New Orleans. I still need to send my ghost stories and I'm planning to do that soon. So keep an eye out for them. See you on the other side, Lauren. It's very nice, Lauren. Thank you. I do feel so loved and supported by everyone who listens to this podcast, by so many people in my life, by you, Corinne. And I just, yeah, I do feel very, very fortunate. And I do feel like I've gotten to a point where I feel like I'm coming out on the other end a little bit. Like, good. You know, I feel a little bit more. Yeah. um, Yeah. And and I definitely, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm doing this program and it's not going to like solve everything. It's more of just giving me the tools mm-hmm. to once I'm finished with it, I have the tools to use them in my life and continue that growth. Like it doesn't just like one and done. It's continual work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I think it's nice too that, I mean, with you being so transparent about it earlier in the uh, on Campfire Stories and just on our first episode, it's nice now to see the influx of people who've also gone through the same yeah. sort of treatment and, and same sort of journey come out on the other side. And then there's probably going to be a lot of people like you who are currently going through it or people who want to go through it or need to go through it and haven't ever thought about it. Yeah. And now you're showing them what the transformation can be. And it really is incredible. Like, even if I wasn't dealing with like some of the dark stuff, I, I'm i so grateful to just have this knowledge. And I almost just wish that every single person could get the knowledge that I've been getting and be able to understand themselves and other people in this mm-hmm. way. Because it's just, I think moving forward, it is going to it's going to change my life just in relationships, in partnerships, in business, in work, in raising children. Yeah. I just think it's incredible. It is. Thank you for reading that to me. Thank you, Lauren, for sending yeah. that. It's very nice. I know. And thank you to everyone else who sent stuff too because yeah. we're, we're, we see it all. Yes. So You're that's all nice. so kind. Can I start again? <laughs> yes. please do all the reading that's that's my dream i'll just sit back relax okay well i have to get it out now before i start stuttering so i'm already starting whoa Whoa. okay okay this is called the thrifted ghost 
Hey girls, I love to listen to you two on my way home and to work. I have a 40 minute drive most of the time in the dark because I work at night. It helps the long, boring drive. I have plenty of stories and I'm currently living in a house with a spooky boy that likes to creep around. But that could be oh. for another time. Wait, is that like a like a ghost, a boyfriend, or a child? I think it's a ghost. Okay, because it could be any of the three. But it was it was spelled like boy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> which okay, okay. We need some clarity. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a. I think it's just a little creepy ghost boy. Creepy. Okay, but okay. that can be for another time. Tonight, I want to tell you my story: why thrifting isn't always a good option. In 2019, my husband's cousin passed away and I needed a nice outfit for the funeral. At the time, we were trying to fix our basement that got water damage because of a burst pipe, but money was tight. I thought it would be better to get a cheap shirt from Goodwill. So I went and I got one from the local store and brought it home and I washed it and I set it on my bedside table. At the time, I had three kids, K, a five-year-old girl, C, a three-year-old boy, and P, a one-year-old baby girl. We also had two dogs and one cat. The baby had the room next to mine, and the other two had rooms in the basement that weren't affected by the water damage, so they slept down there in their own rooms. I was also working the late shift, 9 to 3, as part of my job at a local gas station. So the time of the funeral came and went, and after we got back, I threw my clothes in the dryer hamper. The shirt I was wearing got left on the floor next to my bed so that I could wash it and hang it by itself. I forgot about it, and it just sat there. All through the week, I started feeling a presence. My neck usually gets a tingly feeling when there's something around, so I do have a good spiritual Ooh, compass. That's, that's I thought it was nice odd. Morning. I know, but always creepy too because you're like, I know it's here, but where? Where? Where is it? And what is it? If only all the like little neck ha- hairs would stand out and go <laughs> and just like point at where, <laughs> where it was. <laughs> I thought it was odd, but none of my animals were acting weird, so I didn't think anything of it. By the next week, my son got sick with a fever, and I felt bad that I had to work, but I wasn't able to stay home and make sure that he was still okay. I left for work that night, like any other night, and when I got home, I went to check on him. My cat liked to follow me around when I got home because he would always jump in bed with me and snuggle, so when I went into the basement to check on my sick son, the cat followed me. I opened my son's door to go in and feel his head. His temp is fine. As I was covering him up, I hear Kay, who is supposed to be sleeping in her room next to him. And she says, hi, mom. And I turn around to put her into bed, but no one was in the doorway. I knew I heard her say that because my cat was also looking out of the bedroom door at where the sound came from. So I go to her room and she's fast asleep. There was no way that she could have gotten up and ran over to me to say that and run back to bed in a short time that it took me to walk to her room. I was a little freaked out to say the least. And I didn't want to say anything to my husband out loud in case the thing was listening to me. (laughs) So I texted him and he's a non-believer. I love that. It's like trying to prevent ghosts from eavesdropping. She's like, I'll text him instead. (laughs) Gossip about the ghost without them hearing you. They could look over your shoulder. They could. They could. Yeah. My husband is a non-believer. So he told me to just get over it. Two days after that, I decided to take a trip up north to my in-laws because we were looking to move up there and I was making car snacks for my kids, Kate and C, and they were watching me. I was on the phone with my mother-in-law telling her because she would believe me. (laughs) All of a sudden, the smoke detector goes off, just one loud, long beep, and I get a burning, tingling sensation on the back of my neck. Kay, who was watching me, asks, Mom, 
why did that old lady just slap you? (gasps) I hung up the phone and got the kids in the car. Thankfully, we were already planning on a trip because I don't think I could have stayed in that house that night. When I got back home, I had the feeling that the lady didn't like the shirt being on the floor in a pile, so I washed it and I hung it up and no other activity has happened. By the way, the shirt was black with white flowers and if you found it at Savers, I'm sorry because I passed it on. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to know what would happen if I threw it away oh and I couldn't gosh. take it with me. Be careful what you thrift. Thanks for listening, Jamie. Oh my gosh. Why did that old lady just slap you? Yeah. More like who was that old lady in the house, right? And also, okay, so what what doesn't make sense to me or the question I have is if this old lady is connected to the shirt, which I can get my head around, then who was the doppelganger of Kay and how did – like who was saying, right. hi, mom, and mimicking Kay? Right. Right. And uh, the cat looked too, right? So like there was absolutely something happening. And my initial thought, my initial reaction is to be like, oh, perhaps Kay was astral projecting or something in in her sleep. Because, you know, like little kids are so, they're not blocked off. They're so much more powerful. They're so in tune with the astral world and, and everything. And so I was like, oh, maybe she was in her dream, she was saying hi to her mom, but didn't realize she was actually astral projecting. Yeah. And maybe the cat saw that too. But then there's also the just the general feeling of being watched and mm-hmm. something in the house and being slapped by this old lady. So Not a fan. it could have been that, but it also could be something else, right? Like if there was activity happening in the house. <sighs> I and now I'm thinking about know. It Follows and how the entity and it follows just changes shape and like morphs yeah. into the appearance of others and so it makes me wonder if this old lady and also Kay's spirit are the same being that came with the shirt mm. just like a dark entity just attached dark entity. to it how does a dark entity Especially get attached to a, a a little a blouse that that is my question maybe someone played with the Ouija board while wearing it who knows maybe it was someone's favorite shirt and they really wanted to be laid to rest in it and we're not and so now they are haunting this but i also feel like it very much is an entity and not just like a human spirit because what old lady would just straight up slap someone like i feel like regular old human ghosties they don't behave like that yeah yeah unless there's like a warning that they need to get out but that yeah it's it's it feels malicious and and um too yeah. violent, like unnecessarily violent. Right. Way too quick to anger. Wait, Which, you know, Corinne, have you still seen be someone. Smile? No. Okay. No. I only ask because I think you'll like the concept because you like it follows so much. Yeah, but isn't it a lot of jump scares? The trailer made it I seem like a lot of jump scares. I didn't find it had a ton of jump scares. They're like okay. a couple, but not not more than it follows. Okay. It's definitely one that I w- won't see in theaters because if there's yeah. any jump scares, I don't like seeing stuff in theaters. I want to be able to like feel the suspense and turn the volume down. I watched it on the plane. And then I also – I watched so many movies. I also watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies with Pete Davidson, which is – it was cringy, but I think that was the point of it. And so it was mm. – I, I liked it. And what else did I watch? I read two books. I read – have you read – um? The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. No, but it is sitting on my bookshelf waiting to be read right now. I would love to discuss it because I have questions and a couple of qualms, but overall I thought it was fascinating. And then I also read Dark Places by, I think it's Gillian 
Gillian Flynn? Gillian Flynn? I don't, I'm not sure. I think it is Gillian too. How was that? Enjoyed that. I love that Gillian has this ability to write characters that you don't really like, but you root for them. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Did you did you watch the most recent Knives Out movie, Glass Onion? I did. Yes, because there's the whole joke about Gillian Flynn being hired to write the oh, murder yes. mystery. Write the yep. Right. Yep. Write the act, the murder mystery dinner party. Yes, she's talented. Very okay. I will save my nicer one for the end, and I will read this email from our listener Diana called "The At Home Exorcism." Hi, ghoulies. It's October, and I know you always look for the spookiest stories for your Halloween episode. So today, I've brought to you the at-home exorcism story with a bonus story about a ghost child. So without further ado, I'm going to start with the ghost child story. It was a normal day in Palmar, Chico, Mexico. The sun was shining. The small little two-room cottage was full of life and activity and running children. Among those children was my mother. This was around the 1970s, and my mother was in charge of watching the younger siblings. But this story is about one child in particular, Gude. He was a little over one and would follow my mom around like a puppy. Whenever she knew she was going to be sent on an errand, she would call Gude over and basically use that as an excuse to not go do the errand. The two of them were inseparable. My mom taught him how to say her name and how to count and helped him walk. But one night, Gude got tremendously sick. In Palmar, they did not have a hospital. They only had a clinic that was open from 6 to 6 p.m., and Gude's fever started to increase and his cries of pain started to fill the streets in the dark of the night. My grandma did everything she could to think of to fight the fever. Trigger warning, this does involve the death of a child. A few weeks passed and they were all gathered around the dinner table eating the same frioles and eggs that they usually ate. My mom took a bite enjoying the food when the room filled with Gude's cries and on instinct, my mom ran to his room to see what he needed. She turned on the light and started to cry uncontrollably because the night of the fever, the unthinkable happened. At the first light, the rays creeping in through the back door, she saw my grandma holding Gude, a Gude that had passed in her arms, a baby that was so Mm -hmm. full of life, gone so quickly. My mother burst through her bedroom door and saw what no sister thought she'd ever see. Tears rushed from her eyes, and she held back the inhuman screams that filled her throat. Gude, her light and love and joy of the world, would not be there for her anymore. My grandma was numb. She had many children, but even the loss of one caused a hole so deep. So after remembering that her brother had passed, she broke down, and she would walk into his room whenever my grandma would take her anger out on her, and she would talk to Gude. She would tell him that she wanted to go with him to come and take her because no one loved her. She did this a couple times more, and every time she would hear Gude cry. She would hear him cry throughout the day, and Gude did come back to visit. My grandma was in the kitchen, (laughs) and she turned around to see Gude, and he was mad. He said to her, Irmo Mio, Irma Mio, which means, which is, if you haven't guessed, my mom's name, and Mio, which means mine. Oh, Irma, mine. He turned so and then sad. walked out the room. My grandma chased after him and he was gone. My mom walked through the back door and my grandma runs to her and hugs her so tightly and tells her she loves her so much and that she would never want her to go away. 
Gude would have kept true to his threat to take my mother too, but Gude never came back and he still lives in my mom's heart. She still tears up at the thought of his face, and honestly, I would too. So sad. So sad. Deep breath for emotional recharge, and now for our <sighs> feature presentation. I love the uh, the dramatics for this. Mm-hmm. I needed that breath, though. Yes. That was, that was perfectly timed. Okay. The next thing I'm going to tell you I cannot make up. There are two other people who can confirm this encounter. So I had a roommate with the shittiest luck. In life, almost everything bad one can think of has happened. And when you go through shit, it is hard to remain positive. But my roommate, who I will call Pan, is so lovable and so kind-hearted. Well, the day he moved in, my home stopped being a safe space. I was always getting aggressive and yelling, and the energy was just so polluted. And when I came downstairs from my mom's house to my own, I would hear Pan on the phone with our friend Sia. I heard Sia say, did you tell her? Now, any information preceding those words are either really good or really bad. So in this case, it was the latter. Oh, no. So Pan says that the top hat man that he's been seeing since he was nine years old is now back in our place. I froze for a second because... This is not the first time that I have had to face the otherworldly. My witch mom instincts kicked in. I asked for all the details and Sia told me. And I got to work. I grabbed my head wrap to protect my own energy because I hate energy leeches. I grabbed my house cleansing spray from my altar and grabbed dragon's blood incense. I lit it and put one in the kitchen and the other on my altar. And because Corinne's ribbon method works wonders, I asked Bubba and Pan to do it. I went on YouTube and found a singing bowl healing frequency sound loop and played that. And almost instantly, Pan started itching everywhere. I was not about to let some thing take charge. I love how Diana is just a boss witch here. This is I know. Pulling out all the stops. The living room started to feel heavy and thick. It was the feeling of walking through mud, except it was all around you. Ooh. I grabbed my obsidian, my amethyst, my quartz, and I put them on Pan. And Pan was already on the floor in this like twitching state. I could tell something was wrong. So I started telling Pan to tell whatever it was to leave him alone. But Pan could not hear me. So I took over and told whatever it was to leave him alone, that it was weak and had no dominion in my plane, in my house. I told it that this was my space and my home and I make the rules and that it was not welcome here. And all of a sudden, there was a sudden shriek, followed by laughter that broke the stillness of the room. Sia was still on the phone, and even she cringed at the sound of the laughter. It was laughing at me, and that pissed me off even more because how dare it try to ruin my (laughs) dinner. So I brought in the heavy artillery and banishing spell incantation, and Pan let out guttural words and a few twitches, and then he seemed to release all tension in his body. The smoke oh, in good. the room. Yeah, but so scary. Thank- uh, I know, I mean, but honestly, at least it's working. Pan is so lucky to have a friend like Diana. I know. The smoke in the room made it look like fog and it began to suffocate me. Something primal told me to run, but my feet felt like roots had grown out from them. I could not fight the suffocating feeling. I held my stance and backed out into the adjacent room slowly. It felt like I walked through the veil and took a deep breath. It's like my lungs could work again, and after a few minutes of just sitting and listening to the healing loop, my home became safe again. 
I severed the attachment and that seemed to finally break Pan out of this weird stance. I took the crystals off of him and put them in to recharge and be cleaned. And where the crystals had been placed on Pan's body, there were red patches. He also had (gasps) a... Yeah. That's freaky. He also had a scratch mark on his throat. I want to say that things worked out for me and Pan, and for a while, they did. But toward March and early April, the worst of it hit, and everything began to fall apart. I stopped having the energy to practice my craft, and I hated being around everyone. I was always tired and always sad and always hearing voices call my name in an empty house. I felt watched and I felt like I was going paranoid. I spent all my time with my mom because I refused to be in my own home. And my poor dog would just howl all night. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything at all, it is to always trust your pets. We no longer live in that house and Pan lives in a different state. But as I am writing this, my nerves have gotten on edge once more. So that's what I have to share with you today. Next year, I will send my creepy kid story that took place in the same apartment. Have a spooky Halloween, you glam ghouls. Diana. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Diana, give us your phone number because we're we probably going to come to questions. you when <laughs> we have issues. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Diana on speed dial. Help. Help us. I do love the idea of putting on that healing loop, the sound loop from YouTube. That's such a good idea. Yes, I don't know how that's I brilliant. haven't thought of that. Right? Just like, I know because frequencies are so powerful. I mean, that's why people go to sound baths too. There's a lot. Yeah. Wait, have I told you? Done. I, can't, I feel like lately I've been Did having one? such like vivid dreams that um, I don't know what's real and what's not. But Did you maybe go to a sound bath, either in your dream or in real life? No. My therapist, Kathy, shout out to Kathy, love her, sent me this um, YouTube channel, which I've been listening to a ton. And like I listened to it before bed. There's a bunch of different meditations, but there's like Mm -hmm. reclaim your power, solar plexus chakra, healing meditation. And it's like healing your inner child and stuff. But then There are meditations to help connect to the astral projection. There's one astral projection, hypnosis, and meditations. It's like a lot of chakra work. And I am very curious to do – did I tell you about this? It's called Unlock Your Life. No. Okay. Unlock Unlock Your your Life. 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 L-I-F-E. Life. Unlock Your Life. Okay. It has a bunch – it's actually like really helpful. It's guided meditation freedom. So – You can get freedom from toxic, negative, dysfunctional relationships, emotional healing to become your higher self, feel joy in your life again, like heal and achieve inner peace and work on astral projection. It just, yeah, it's very empowering. They're kind of like hour long meditations and I listen to them as I go to sleep. So I don't, I haven't probably haven't listened to one beginning to end, but I feel like it's it's a very healing thing to listen to. Yeah. I mean, if meditation is one of those things that has to be practiced, right? Because it is really hard to not have your brain like go off course and think about other things or fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I but, do. oh, I, okay. I'm going to look this up. I'm very curious about this because I've been thinking a lot about Reiki and wanting to get back into yeah Reiki because when I was 17, I took a Reiki level one course, and it really was amazing. I feel like so I've been thinking a lot about that again. Okay, do it. I feel well. I feel. Remember, I told you like last year that my hands started buzzing. My hands, my feet started buzzing. Wait, like I was feeling energy. Didn't the psychic in Salem? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she goes whoa, 
And she pulled her hands away from me. And this is like eight months after I had told you. And I yeah. even told people at my at my job when I was working at Entrada Therapeutics previously, there was a lot of people that that also are a little witchy like me. Yeah. And so I was telling okay. them about that. And then when you and I were in Salem, the woman, like she would put her hands over our hands to yeah. do a reading. And she like pulled hers away from me kind of quickly and was like, wow, I've never felt that before. You got the energy. I was like, what? And she said it felt like butterflies, like tingles, <gasps> like sparkles around oh my, my And that's how I would describe it too, where I was feeling it. And that I, I keep thinking like, that's my sign to do. Reiki again because it's channeling the oh gosh, energy through heal, through you. You're gonna heal your friends and family, and I don't know. I feel like there's just so much potential that you have, and I'm here for it. I'll start. I can't wait to watch your journey. Thanks. Become well, here's witchy. The thing. I have no excuse. Every other year, I've had the excuse of like, oh, I don't have time. Oh, blah blah blah. Because I had two jobs and like sometimes grad school too. But yes. now we are podcasting and yes, we have filled it up with a lot of other projects that we're hoping to get off the ground too. So yeah. we're not less busy, but yeah. I feel like now it's, I'm a, a little bit more in control. So Woman I will try, but yes, similar to what you're saying too, with like just the working on your different chakras, like that's a big part of Reiki too, is like yeah. opening up those different pieces of you. And I think it's awesome that there's so many ways to do that through crystals, through meditations, through yeah. listening to different frequencies. It's incredible. I wonder what Diana did. Diana, we have to, let's like set up a Zoom. I want to hear yes. about your witchy practices and your craft and how you explored mm -hmm. it and discovered it. And I'm glad that you were able to banish whatever darkness was affecting pan and your mood and that it no longer is impacting your life because good riddance you do not need that i know truly i wish so badly that we had walkie talkies that would go as far as it could possibly go <laughs> throughout and so that we could all just collectively be on the same channel and the same frequency because it's like you know social oh, media to an cool. extent does that where like you know, if I needed an issue, if I had an issue, I could go to like our Discord channel or our Facebook and ask for for advice. But I like the idea of having of having access to to people like this. Yeah, where I can just on the walkie talkie be like, uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, YouTube channel you <laughs> listen to again? Because I'm having some real problems, and everyone's like, kr, kr, walkie talkie back. I wish there was a way to create a Marco Polo for our Discord Discord channel. I know. That would be fun. Yes. I feel like there would be Man. so many videos. It would, be, it would take a long time to like catch up. It would. It would. But Diana's getting getting us. We're, we have all these ideas now. Yes. So thanks for writing in. And thanks for being so powerful yes. and collecting more power as you go on to help others. This is just a wee little story. A wee little I wanna, story. It's just a wee one. But it's it's January, so yeah. I just wanted to remind everybody that Sven exists, our ghost. If anyone's new to the podcast, someone uh, long ago nicknamed our our ghost that haunts this podcast, or is the ghost in Two Girls, One Ghost, Sven. So when we say Sven, we're referring to just the general hauntings around this podcast. Um, Which, but then also as our ghost. Our, as we know, our ghost could be many ghosts. And recently, we heard a theory that our ghost is actually us. Haunting the podcast to make it the most haunted podcast. Yes. So, you know. Which I believe. Sven I believe. is basically encompassing any spirit that may be haunting us. Yeah. Sven is everything, everywhere, all the time, basically. <gasps> Sven is everyone. We're all Sven. We are all Sven. 
I love it. Okay, but Wit sent this in, and I wanted to share this story because I just thought it was it was sweet, and I just like telling stories about our podcast being haunted. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so this is from Wit. Says my first experience with Sven. Oh, greetings, ghostesses. Greetings. I'm currently at work, and this literally just happened to me. And so I wanted to tell you before I forgot. So I work in a warehouse for an electric company, and I listen to music or podcasts every day, all day. I was listening to episode 200 last night and was unable to finish it by the time that I got home. And usually I just continue where I was the next day. Today, after my performance review, I got a raise. Yay. Woo! Congrats. Congrats. I was getting ready to do my daily tasks and connected my Bluetooth headphones while talking to my coworkers. Now, in all my five years of working for this company and using Bluetooth headphones, I have never had Spotify start by itself among connection. Not one time, even when I press play on my headphones. But mid-conversation, your podcast starts to play in my headphones on Encounters 160. When I checked my phone, my Spotify was not even open at all. And it continued to play until I physically opened Spotify. Maybe Sven thought I was late in starting my daily listen to the podcast since I was about two hours behind from when I usually start during my (laughs) shift. Anyways, I have sent you a few other stories, and I hope you read them on the podcast sometime, and I hope everyone has a happy new year. See you on the other side. Wit. I'm really curious what part of the episode was playing, if maybe Sven wanted to say congrats on the raise, or if Sven was like, excuse me, you haven't listened enough today. Please listen. I also, it reminds me of, I can't remember who sent this, but it wasn't too long ago, but there was a listener recently who sent us that, remember like that random podcast that started playing on their phone? Mm -hmm. And then you and I found it and I tried to like play it and it wasn't working. And then I, 10 minutes later was like in the bathroom and all of a sudden my phone started playing that podcast and I had no apps open. I truly had to turn my phone off and on Mm -hmm. to get it to stop playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like the difference between our podcast, our podcast is some like light ghostly trickery, right? Like (laughs) some, some, some little pranks here and there. And it's mostly just like, haha, like let's skip forward. Let's Yes. Jumble up the words. Let's play or not play or whatever. But that one yeah. that you're talking about, there it feels that it one feels dark, doesn't it? Very dark. Something bizarre. Speaking but, of dark, have you watched 1899 yet? No, I haven't. Okay, so it's because Sabrina, I'm so behind on television. I know. Because I don't have a lot of time to individually watch television shows. And Brian does not like scary TV, yeah. like you and I. Yeah. So the only time I really get <laughs> get to watch is like when Brian goes out of town or he's <laughs> baseball practice or something, I'm like putting on all okay. the scary shit. Well, I'm going to put it on our Trello of to do things. And then so it's a work assignment <laughs> and you have to do it. Oh, <laughs> you know, I can't not check off a box. <laughs> I love lists. I love lists. But I realized, so sadly, I, I was just looking it up. It sadly was canceled, so oh. it won't have a second season. But it is by the same creators who made Dark, which is funny because as I watched it, I was like, this reminds me so much of Dark, or it has like dark vibes. Anyway, I really enjoyed it. I watched the entire series on one flight when I was flying to South Africa. It's great. Highly recommend. Okay. Did it just come out? Yeah, it's pretty new. And it's already not renewed for another season? It got canceled, yeah. Oh, I mean, God, I hate has, that. Yeah. They're, they're hard on their Netflix, bring back the OA, please. Uh, don't I'll never forgive you. 
<laughs> the you of Netflix. Netflix. Okay, I have a story to finish or end us on called Okay. Which girlfriend helps me establish boundaries with ghost cats? And it's Hell from yeah. our listener Hannah. I've just started listening to your podcast from the beginning, so I don't know if you still take personal stories, but I have plenty of them. We do. We absolutely do. I grew up in a very spiritually active household, and spirits tend to be attracted to both my mother and myself. I have good stories about mine and my dog's personal ghost sightings in Savannah, if you're interested, but I want to tell you about a time when a solution was actually offered to me and it worked. Hmm. Look at me ending with a positive story. I know. New year, new Sabrina. Yeah, here I am. (laughs) About five years ago, I was living in an apartment that was overrun by ghost cats, which is my dream. (laughs) Are you kidding? My girlfriend and I had one living cat, but when we would feel or see a cat in that apartment, nine times out of ten, it was not our cat. We would feel them sweep against our legs, we would see them out of the corner of our eyes, and they would occasionally knock things over. It was pretty much fine with me, but when I was sleeping, they would just run around under the bed and jump around on top of the bed, and I would feel a cat's weight climbing onto me, laying down, and when I would open my eyes, our cat was not in the room. It was Mm. starting to be too much for me, and it was preventing me from sleeping through the night. Too much paranormal captivity. Captivity! (laughs) 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 Ah, I love it. Luckily, my girlfriend is a practicing witch. I don't particularly believe in magic or astrology, but I find it interesting, and I think it's hot when girls talk about it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. She and I created some kind of magic circle around the bed, and it made a ghost cat force field TM. It kept the cats off the bed when we were sleeping, and I don't know how, but it worked. And so even if it was the placebo effect, I will take it. I was concerned that the force field would affect our living cat, but she has no problem navigating the bed, and now I can sleep. From Hannah. I really want to know more about this force field. Yes. Hannah. I feel like it's something I just want around me at all times. <laughs> to prevent you from ghost cats or just ghosts in general? Uh, I just want to see and experience spirits from afar, right? Like I want my personal body to be safe. <laughs> and so if spirits present themselves eight feet away, then that's fine. Right. But if I get a tap on the shoulder or someone slides into bed next to me, that's a that's my boundary. Okay, that I would boundary. like to draw. Yes. <laughs> I'm all about boundaries lately. So love yeah. love that you have a boundary and you're setting it right now. I'm setting that. Yeah. Hannah, I would love to know more about this force field and what your girlfriend did to create it. And also, I would love to know how to – I will happily take those ghost cats from you. Oh, send them to Sabrina. Send them my way. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like your girlfriend, if she knows how to do the force field and is very witchy and in tune and has had a lot of success in practicing those sort of things, I feel like she'll be able to navigate a way to send the ghost cats to Sabrina. A paranormal shipment. Please. Now I'm just thinking about all the SpongeBob episodes where they're in the, all the invisible things, right? Yeah. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Oh, man. Another lovely episode. Another lovely episode. And I feel like there were some ups and downs, but overall not terrifying. Go us. Oh, go us. Go us. So you know what next week will be. <laughs> I know. I was just <laughs> I was just going to say uh, 
that means I am going to uh, change it up. Right. I know the second we get way too light or way too dark, we we tend to balance it out, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Balance. The meter swings a little dark (laughs) more often. Yes, definitely. As I stare into your deepest, darkest part (laughs) of your soul. Oh, wait, Sabrina. Sorry, this is, does not need to be in the podcast, but I, I just started talking, so it will be. Your eyes like that just made me think of when I was home for Christmas, I was going through a bunch of old childhood photos uh-huh. and just going through albums and like getting rid of duplicates for my mom. And there were so many photos of me holding random black cats. I must have found black cats everywhere. What the, the heck? They were all over the place. Did you I know. save those photos to post on our Instagram? No, but I I am going to go home again in March okay. and do the same. Th- I told my parents I would do it. We can digitize our photos. Yep. So I'll take the burden of going through and the ones of like random back of people's heads and right, duplicates all trash yeah. before we pay to send them off. So I'll, yeah. I'll find them again because I'll do another okay. sweep. I want to see them. I was wondering why you yeah. were posting so many cute old photos, but that makes sense. I love that. Trying to Trying to clear out. I love it. Clear out the bins. Want, clear out what? the clutter. I want to go home and do that. I, I That used to be one of my favorite things is just going through old, like the physical photos, just going through mm-hmm. all of them. Yes. I'm going to do that next time I go home, which I don't know when that will do be, it. but I'm going to do that. Do you have anything left in your parents' house, like your own childhood stuff? Uh, I think there is like one box, but I have no idea what's in it. So I don't know. Go through that. That'll be fun. Yeah. Probably like old plays <laughs> that I was in, not that I wrote. Actually, I do have the very first play I ever wrote. I'll send you a picture of it. You it's do? Like on like a little oh, piece of paper. Please do. Yeah. Well, if you guys want to see photos of us when we were little, we do have uh, specials on Patreon that were posted for any tier to watch or listen yeah. to. So if you join Patreon, regardless of the tier you join, you'll get the Corinne special and the Sabrina special, which we posted during our holiday hiatus and so there will be a part two hiatus Corinne will have a part two special because part one eventually was left kind of on a cliffhanger not a cliffhanger but like a oh my gosh you still have so many more stories right yeah yes and you know maybe we'll have a sabrina part two maybe you'll have a bunch of stories this year ah maybe we'll have an adult adulthood section well if i if i uh dabble in my meditations about astral projection perhaps perhaps Perhaps. But until then, we will live vicariously through all of the yes. stories that you guys send to us at our email, which is two girls one ghost podcast at gmail.com. And thank you to all of you for listening. You can support us, rate and review us on iTunes. You can join us on Patreon to, you know, get the specials and all of the fun bonus content that we have. Follow us on social media, watch us on YouTube, you know. All those things. All the things. All, All the things. things. Thank you to our editors at Upfire Digital. We are very appreciative. And thank you to all of you. We love you. We love you. And we will see yeah. you on the other side. side.